to our beautiful deep community, I want to assure you the deeper is going nowhere and the same incredible content will be released every week, but now through Arise. It is going to be less trauma heavy and more inspirational, uplifting, but it will still challenge and push you to grow. For all your deeper episodes, they are still available every fortnight. You can still get your deep hit with the deeper subscription. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When we don't listen to our bodies and they're whispering to us and if we're overriding them constantly, they'll begin to scream. And I think with a lot of women I know that come to me with reproductive or conception or endo or inflammation in their bodies, it's like it's your feminine. It's your feminine, the most magical, fertile portal of creation within your body is begging you Mm -hmm. to slow down. Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is The Deep. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I work and live and recognize their continuing connection to land, water and community. I pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. I've spent the past few months doing Womb Spiral. It's a journey to awaken the feminine, the juicy parts of us, the creative, the sexual. It investigates trauma and it listens to your body and your yoni. It's actually really hard to describe, but I needed to share it with you because it has been transformational. There are seven gates moving through the female organs, clitoris, G-spot, etc., Each one covers a different element of your life. I know, it's wild, you've got to keep an open mind. I went through this with Kelly from Soul Healing and she is one of my trusted guides, I would say, when it comes to this work. This is not one of my typical interviews. It's a bit more of a debrief of my experience, but I did think it was kooky and weird enough that it deserved a spot on the podcast. So if you've never heard us before and this is your first one, maybe go back a couple eps to see what we're normally like. I did think this was valuable to share. Enjoy. Kelly. (laughs) Welcome to the Dink. We have connected through our pussies. Oh, wow. That was (laughs) not what it sounds like. Womb spiral. Womb spiral. The power of the yoni, mm-hmm. the a.k.a. the pussy. Mm-hmm. We went through, well, you took me through womb spiral. In a nutshell, because I just want to get into the guts of it, mm. explain what that means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we journeyed through the gates of your body, from your yoni lips, clitoris, into your body, into your G-spot, cervix, womb, then down to creation point and down to the void. So it's a journey to activate and awaken your feminine Mm -hmm. and help you to let go of conditioning, Mm -hmm. stories, shame, things, trauma, trauma, things that we hold in our bodies 
that we don't even know that we're holding. It's subconscious, but it's a a journey to embody, awake, activate, and ignite your inner feminine to come alive. Is part of it hypnosis or recreating neural physical pathways? Mm. Well, what we're doing is we're root clearing emotional patterning, subconscious patterning around installments of anchors or stories or things that have happened to in your life and we're clearing the pattern and then we're repatterning the way that you Let's give an example. So I had sexual trauma Mm -hmm. and that was being held in lots of different parts Mm. through those channels and what you do is you take me back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to different ages, Mm -hmm. stages of life where that trauma occurred. Now, I don't tell you that. You mm. muscle test. Muscle test on my find behalf. Find the ages, find the emotion, find the pattern. Mm-hmm. And I drop you into your body. It's an embodiment journey. So, you know, we hold this in our bodies. And then I release it mm. and you kind of recondition mm. that Re-pattern. part. Repattern. So, you know, for example, if at, say, we were clearing you to shame or trust, you know, Mm. say at 16 something happened, you know, in a sexual experience and for most women we have had things happen, you know, with younger sexual experiences um, where, you know, perhaps it was originally a yes and then it became a no Mm -hmm. or we weren't quite sure how to honour our no or Mm. we had been conditioned to believe that we should meet a man's or somebody else's sexual needs mm-hmm. and put ours to the side. Performance. Performance, mm-hmm. show up, you know, please, mm-hmm. overgive. Um, so when we clear it and repatterning, we repattern your patterning around it. It's like, well, what would change for you if you could fully own and embody and express your no? It's so funny because I came to you with an intention that I put in at the beginning of the year, which was I really want to explore sexuality more. Mm. And then we did some work and I realised what I actually needed was the opposite. Mm. I needed to protect, I needed to nourish, Mm. I needed to learn boundaries, I needed to practice consent. Mm. Um, It was the opposite of sexual. Mm. You know, even Mm. when we went to some of my homework was around masturbation or uh, cervical stimulation or penetration, and I would come back to you and go, I can't do that this week. And you'd be like, perfectly fine. Yeah, honour your body, listen to your body. It just wanted the complete opposite. Mm. And I think for the first time since I lost my virginity or became a sexual being, I was actually able to really sit in the no. Mm. And that was so powerful for us. What gate is the so no? So powerful, gate one. Gate one. Any lips, our trust, our shame, or yes or no, you know. And like when we trust a man or a sexual partner we open Mm. when we trust a woman like right now we're trusting one another we're opening we trust somebody in business we open to a new opportunity or experience but you know a lot of women go into the yes we're just so conditioned and it's easier little girls easier a lot of the times like yeah that's okay I can do that for you or yes I can add that to my list of things to do or yes I'll come to that party or you know yes you can have sex with me when I don't feel like it yeah And so we went through these channels and bless Benji's going through it with me on the other Mm. side and I'm saying, you know, something's coming up for me with this Mm. or you said, what gate was it that you said you, he needs to ask for consent? Well, gate one, yeah. Was it gate one still? 
Gate One felt like a big one for me. Gate One's huge for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And I remember saying that to him and he's like, absolutely. Mm. But it was a bit weird but also a bit hot mm, so sexy. for someone to go, do you mu- – like, Are you ready? Because <laughs> Kelly was mm. like, no, he needs to ask if he can enter you. And mm. I was like, oh, that's so explicit and descriptive but that is what is happening. Mm. But it's also like I don't think we've ever had that in our – real lives Mm. someone go may I enter you or am I okay to Mm. have sex with you or Mm. like do you consent Mm. are you ready (gasps) because our yoni lips are our doors to our temple Mm -hmm. you know and we think about like welcoming them in like you wouldn't just have somebody just walk into your home Mm. and to walk into here you need to take your shoes off it's a ritual it's a ritual you need to be prepared you need to be respectful Mm -hmm. it's it's such a Mm. uh gift into of every other area of your life mm. it's like you start to acknowledge and put worth onto our mm. you would call it your sacred nectar mm. Mm. totally your temple your temple your holy your, gates yeah your femininity your creatrix your magic and we've been and I remember this is so strange and probably like TMI my vagina <laughs> went through a bit of a detox mm. through this period. I remember a bit of a Do you remember purge. that? She was like unwell. She didn't want mm. anything near her. You were like, have a bubble bath. I was like, no. Mm. She was very sensitive. Like I'd actually never really connected mm. to ever. how much, yeah, how much our bodies hold. And you're just like, wow, she ne- she's talking to me. Mm. Totally. This is what she needs. This is what, and like. That was she- her no. That was her telling you it was a no. It was a no. And then it was like you would say something around, I think even, around our bleeds and then I really went into for the first time ever honouring my bleed and we had this amazing moment, you and I, where I went to see my obstetrician because I have struggled with my endometriosis and my bleed for ever and I've had removals and I didn't want to do that again and I was looking at opportunity and caught up with him and he was like, look, we can do an ablation and I was like, oh, what's that? He's like, oh, we go into your womb and we burn it out. <laughs> My whole and I was like, like, and I was like, oh, he's like, it can be yeah. really freeing for a lot of women. And my masculine immediately went like, oh, wow, I would have like freedom and mm. I would have accessibility to different things. Because, you know, my period doesn't just mean you stick a tampon in. My period is like, what days can't I work? What mm. days can I work? When am I laying down, where, what will I bleed through, mm. what colours can I wear, how mm. much activity. It's such a mm. moment. And I thought, wow, that would be gone. And then I sat and I spoke to you and I was like, holy shit, we're doing womb, womb spiral. We're connecting to the creative, juiciest, abundant, feminine, conscious part of my body mm. and I'm going to go in there and burn it to the mm. ground like the witches yeah. at the stake. Like I yeah. realised, wow, my whole perception around my bleed mm. had to change. Mm, mm, mm. And I did all this work with you. I did some work with Zoe Butler. That's a mm. session for another day. And I cried and cried about how I had approached mm. my reproductive cycle it's an inconvenience, yeah. Well, and the disrespect, mm, mm. and that the fact that we have the patriarchy just mm. imposing itself. Mm, mm. And I turned around. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I need an ablation. My mind has to change. Mm. 
I have to just do complete honoring around bleeds. Mm, totally. Sacredness <sighs> and the, the, the fertility and the, like the beauty of you becoming a mother and everything you are as a woman. You're, it's your creatrix portal. It's, it's where we birth everything from. And we don't connect. When you mm. have disconnect in your womb, in your mm. cycle, mm. that is intrinsically linked to something. Yeah, That's well, it's not, numbing, it's suppression. It's trauma. It's, trauma. it's sadness. Yeah. It's And also we've been conditioned to operate in our masculine, you know, like it's okay if you're bleeding, you've got to do this, you've got to get on with it, you've got to be productive, you've got to have a to-do list. Like mm-hmm. society doesn't no welcome us to be in our feminine and, you know, be like I'm bleeding, I'm taking the week off work and I need to lay and surrender and trust and free bleed. You know, I'm going to connect to my body and listen to my body. Right. We're conditioned to have two neurofen, override it. Shove a tampon in. Shove a tampon in and move forward. Get your get busy. pads on and go on with mm. it. Uh, and there's no respite. Mm. And I think through this was like layer upon layer, which is the gates of witnessing how society and myself have joined into this narrative of complete um, dismissal of everything mm. that the womb is. Mm. It, it, there's just, oh, and when we talk about this like fertile tissue in there mm. and this, you know, it's moist and mm. it's buoyant and it's beautiful mm. and fleshy and mm. all of the things and we don't even think about that even before we reproduce. Mm. We don't think of anything. Mm. We just are so disconnected, the vagina, the penis, mm. the sperm, the egg, mm. all of these things. And mm. you're like, hang on a minute, don't I want my mm. womb to be the most incredible home housing for my mm. child mm. to come into this world? It's not mm. even a mm. – mm. I guess also we need to say that this is a true privilege to have the space to even totally. explore. Totally. That we have this. I think there's a point in every woman's life where she is ready to start to really connect to her inner feminine. I think for a lot of us, you know, we grow up and we're busy and we're operating and we're working and we're studying and we're in motherhood and we're doing and we're cooking and we're cleaning Mm -hmm. and we're washing and we're, um, you know, running businesses. And I think there's a point in every woman's life where the universe will almost force her to a position where she has to start to slow down. Mm. And I think, you know, Zoe would say when we don't listen to our bodies and they're whispering to us and if we're overriding them constantly, they'll begin to scream. And I think with a lot of women I know that come to me with reproductive or conception or endo or inflammation in their bodies, it's like it's your feminine. It's your feminine, the most magical fertile portal of creation within your body is begging you mm-hmm. to slow down and surrender and begin to, you know, honour your inner feminine. It's our powerhouse. It's it's your we, life force. We think our brain mm. and our gut and our heart mm. are the things that are leading us mm. and we don't give the respect mm. to the pussy. Mm. Mm. The, well, the aesthetic, the, current, the aesthetic current of the earth that flows in Mother Gaia, like below the earth, the life force, as women, our wombs are connected to that. To the earth. To the earth. To, to the physical earth. earth. So for us to be able to channel, you literally laying on the earth, you are connected to the aesthetic cone of the earth below you. Like, you know when you hear a woman say, I can just create that or I'll do that or I'll, I can, like, as women, we are created and connected to the infinite possibility of 
being able to create from our wombs infinite possibility. Mm. Whereas in our masculine it's like I'm very structured, I've got to do this. Ahead. You know, this is what I need to do, this is how much I can make, I have to pay for this. Mm. We're tuned in and, and, and connected to, you know, the creation portals and Mother Gaia and the womb below us and the infinite ability that we can create anything. Different versions of us, different relationships, different friendships. You know, and you I can't think. call in those things if you're not connected? No. Well, you can, but your ability to – womb spiral also deconstructs the way that we birth and create. Yeah. You know, like a lot of women will talk – I've got this great idea for a business, you know, I've got a million great ideas for a business but nothing ever happens and it never comes to fruition. Yeah. So the way that we birth things, you know, from the void to creation point – we, we can literally be pregnant with an idea or a business, you know, mm-hmm. and I, birth it into the world. So It's so interesting you say that because I also feel like, you know, when you've been in your masculine like mm. I have for so long, I'm birthing things but now I'm feeling the real pull of um, the doing. Mm. <laughs> like I want to create mm. But I don't want to do the business part of it. Mm. I just want to do what I am born to do. Mm. And I'm feeling that so heavily on myself. Mm. And I was saying to my colleague just before you got here, I was like, it's running your own business. It just isn't for me Mm. (laughs) to Mm. be that. You'd know too, Mm. you're a small business Mm. owner as well. Mm. And it's like we're so great in our gifts Mm -hmm. and our Mm -hmm. service. But that real part of the masculine doing mm, the structure yeah and all of that yeah well it's just having support with that though you know like yeah you've you don't got necessarily to need to be it all like you can embody healthy mask and healthy femme but you don't necessarily need to you can hold both in sacred union within you but it doesn't mean day to day you have to be in both that's true and as women our magic is in our in our creations you know like my magic is in is in holding space and healing and, and helping women let go and create new possibilities and feel into their highest and the energetic threads of where they're going and mm. letting go of stories and repatterning, you know. So the more support I can have with like booking people in and, you know, organising their contracts and organising their payment plans and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like that stuff, it doesn't light me up and it's not a yes and that's okay. And you've told me mm. the way I make yeses now mm-hmm. is by putting my hand on my vagina. Mm-hmm. Feel my into vulva, your yoni lips, yeah. Fill into my yoni lips mm. and ask them, mm-hmm. will this second glass of champagne mm-hmm. honor me? Mm-hmm. Is this a yes or a no? <laughs> <laughs> Going out tonight with the girlfriends, mm. is it a yes or a no? Mm-hmm. And I still feel like we are figuring that out. Mm. You know, it's a process. She totally. is, her voice is getting stronger, mm. but she's had so much dismissal for so long. Mm. It's really concerning Mm-mm. to bring it back. Mm. Something that did happen that was miraculous that we haven't been able to share yet is what gate was I in when mum happened? Do you remember? Were we at the end? I think creation point or void. Yeah, what, what week was that, seven or eight? Six, five, six, I think. Six, creation point six and then void seven. So tuning, I think it might have been void. And so... This very bizarre thing happened, magical thing, where I find it very difficult since my mum died to connect with her. And when I say that, I mean like in my dreams. So 
dreams for me have always been very vivid and incredible ways for me to process things. Um, and since she died, I haven't been able to meet her. So we would try, I try and call her on the phone and the numbers would get jumbled mm -hmm. or we would say, we're going to go meet at this place. She'd never turn up or I, someone would stop me from getting there physically. Mm -hmm. And then we were going through the process and I remember messaging you saying, holy shit, I saw my mom. No, I spoke to her on the phone. Mm -hmm. I spoke to my mom. I heard her voice. And you were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I was like, I know, it's it's mm -hmm. profound. Mm -hmm. We connected. She said she was okay. She said it wasn't um, harming her. Mm -hmm. She said all of these things that didn't make a lot of, like, congruent sense but landed for me. Mm -hmm. And it was the most divine connection. Mm -hmm. It was so special. And mm -hmm. I really, truly believe mm -hmm. That was some of the generational work around mm, cervix. Womb. Yeah, yeah, cervix. When we clear, like our cervix holds so much ancestral generational imprinting and trauma. So when we start to clear that, we can connect to our lineage and connect to the women that have gone before us. And any womb work, any feminine work, but really with womb spiral, we're really starting to connect you to your soul's purpose and help to activate your own intuition and your own knowing. And from the womb gate, we move down into creation point mm. and, and into the void. So I'm not at all surprised that it, like, what a beautiful gift, but you're already so intuitive and so connected to source. So it's so beautiful. But I've, of oh. course, like to me, I'm like, of course. Yeah, like, you're not that surprised. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be surprised if I took you through again and you brought, you know, another gift back from the void and birth. Like you're, you're already so activated and tuned in. But it's such a beautiful gift. It makes me so happy. The void was hard. Yeah. Do you want to explain in a nutshell what void, void is and then I'll explain my experience? So from our wombs we drop down to creation point and at creation point we connect to everything that we want to create. We collapse our ego and we learn to embody true surrender. Surrender is like, you know, people try and surrender but surrender is like being able to completely let go. Mm. And when we embody true surrender, the next gate we drop into the void and the void we access through the gate key of ecstasy and the void is a place of annihilation. It's a place of complete death and womb spiral is not an ascension journey. It is a descension journey. We are going down and we are descending and we are having a very gentle, very beautiful death of the old parts of you and the old you know, identities and parts that have served you and collapsing your ego and letting go of everything that perhaps you thought you were mm. so that you can really deeply connect to your soul's purpose and connect to your ability to show up in the world without all these stories and conditioning and shame to be fully embodied and express in your true femininity who can be expressive and trust and surrender without ego because that's what the world needs. But what it actually looks like... <laughs> Physically, it is like, because I, I have to be honest with you, I've worked with you many times mm -hmm. and every time I do it, I start as a sceptic, even totally. though we have mm. history. And I was like, oh, the void, you know, we'll see. And we went there. Immediately, it felt like a level of being stoned. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if everyone has experienced that listening to this, but it's almost like you're so, your head is not attached to your body. It's actually a little bit dangerous. 
to drive vehicles and to like mm. be in charge of humans mm. because I had to say to Benji, I had to say to my manager, I had to say to people in my life, I'm in the void. Mm. I need you to cross check everything. Like we were at a shopping center, very busy shopping center, Benji, the kids. And he said to me, just watch ever. Okay. I didn't hear him. Mm. She wanders. Mm off Mm. he was like where is she I was like where is she she was right there but he's like I told you and I was like don't make me responsible (laughs) I'm in the void I'm in the void I can't hear you like Mm. I I, what you're saying I cannot Mm. hear you Mm. I went and had on top of being in the void I saw my trauma clearer Mm. double fucking whammy and after that because you kind of just float around Mm. and I remember calling you but I said something along the lines of, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to exist in the world because I don't even know if I'm wearing pants mm. right now. Mm. Like I am mm. so off my mm. head. So not here, yeah. And I went into that appointment and I met a girlfriend for lunch and it was about <laughs> three hours into the lunch that I realised I didn't have my bag, mm. my car keys, my coat. Mm. They were all at the osteopaths that was in the same building. Mm right? Didn't, Mm. didn't realize I didn't have my essential items Mm. to get me home. Yeah. I called him. I was like, holy shit. I'm in, Mm. you know, I'm in the void. I've left everything in your office. He's like, I've gone for the day. Mm. It was a Friday. He wasn't coming back till Tuesday. (laughs) I was like, this is a real issue. (laughs) You're held though. You would have got them. There was like I had a 20-minute window Mm. to get the building manager to come and help me before she was off till Tuesday. I was like, Kelly, how long am I going? Because it's actually quite enjoyable because you feel Mm. very free. So free. But you're also not very productive. No. the voice. Everything slips through your fingers. So Mm. like you have deadlines, you don't meet them. Mm. You have a job, you don't turn up. Mm. And it's I'm a very responsible person. Mm. And it was truly bizarre. Mm-mm. And I remember, how long did I last? A week? Two weeks? Mm, I think I, left, I think you were. I think, we, I, I think we were going to bring you back after a week, but I think you were okay then. For like you kind of oh, you got surrendered to into it, you know? Because at the first, it's quite. It can be quite confronting. The the void as well. Like depending on your relationship to death and yeah. how you've experienced death before. So it's really normal to have like the first time I visited. The, I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. I was okay with the death part, mm. but I wasn't used to being so voidy, vague, vague, <laughs> vague, voidy. I'm not such here. a controlling, mm. controlled human mm. with routines and lists and things to do that. Mm. I that- remember that part. I remember you saying to me, because part of the void for me is I, and a lot of clients have said that they, like when I was in the void recently, I remember walking around my house being like, which human has put all these little things? Like I've got all these like candles and what? why is there so many like little altars? Who's, who lives here? Like you almost externally can look at things from the outside which gives you that perspective for your yeah. rebirth. But I remember you saying to me like why is my calendar so full? <gasps> yeah. Why? Is Who every, put like, all which, these things in? Which little human yeah. did this to me? I have events and then an, and a one-hour window and another event. And, and I cancelled everything. Mm. And then I remember I actually emerged because you were like, you're going to put on maybe five kilos. You're going to be wearing like no pants, pants with no jeans mm-hmm. and like no tight things mm-hmm. and you're going to be a bit of a sloth. Mm. And I remember coming through and it was a quite different for me where I wanted to be a glamazon. Mm. It's like I found my 
feminine. Mm. I was like, oh, you have long hair. Mm. Why, don't, why don't you do it? Mm. Why do you put it in a mm. ponytail? Why are you so rushed? Mm. Why don't you use this body lotion? Yeah. Why don't you, oh, my God, this body mm. can do things. You're probably only going to be attractive mm. a few more years. You should, mm. like, Juice put some up. mascara on. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, like, playing. Do be attractive forever, by the way. But oh, keep thank going. you. <laughs> but I was just, like, and it stayed with Exploring, me. This yeah. part of, like, glamour and feminine. Mm. Like, I've really. Well, it's a reconnection to your pleasure. That was it. So reconnection to your natural beauty, your essence, your pleasure, your femininity. And I think sometimes we have to surrender and like embody that from a collapsed ego Mm. and from, you know, our true essence. Because it wasn't about, it's so funny, before it was like, I'll get up Mm. and get ready and show everyone. Mm. I'm proving it. It's for mm, a Instagram validation. or it's for mm. a something. Where now I get mm. so beautiful and it's for nobody. Mm. Maybe. Mm. You know, I feel yeah. Yeah. powerful and beautiful and sensual and totally. That has been quite potent. Mm. Like I got really long nails. Do you remember yeah. that? Totally. And well, that's like, your you know, as a woman, our magnetism. Like anything we can do, we can do from fear or love, like or from the wound or from a place of wholeness. So, And that was what it was. When we put makeup on, we're like, you know, a lot of women will come to me and be like, I have to wear makeup every day because I need to fix myself or cover myself. Or Whereas the play, like the embodiment of it from love is like, wow, I just am going to sit here and cover my body in this oil. Mm-hmm. I'm so worthy. I'm so beautiful. Mm. I want to like embody my natural essence and shine and be in my beautiful feminine mm-hmm. without ego. Did I go through my nervous breakdown with you? Yes. Yes. It's probably a collapse. I think that was also as well around G-spot, nurture, because you had a lot of stuff come up around like, oh, I need more time away. And And I literally got rid of everyone in my business Mm. and shifted them. Mm. And we have a whole new structure here. Mm. everything it was very profound like I think when you explain it because you are such a witchy it's hard for people to go okay there's a gate and your g-spot mm. and what's she talking about mm. void and like it all sounds wordy mm. but I for me it was really like oh the way that I've been living mm. I thought it was serving me I thought I was powerful I thought I was productive I thought I was but actually it was all coming from a place of needing a safety base but being spurred on by fear Mm. which just never really anchored in anything no so the more fear more fear more scarcity and so I had that breakdown Mm. and I remember because I said to you I'm going away I won't have reception I can't Mm. have a session and Mm. then I did all this work there which had led up to the breaking down of the gates and Mm all of these internal parts of myself mm. that I came back and then we were able to finish. Mm. I think that was the point where you really landed in, you know, like we have to nurture ourselves. Oh, my gosh. It's not, you know, women will say to me, oh, but I don't have time or I can't do that or I don't have a bath or you just have more time than me and all these stories, you know, or as a mum, like I feel guilty if I point to me I should be you know, giving everything to my children and the house and I'll give myself that 2% I have left at the end of the day. But gate two is, you know, we if, if the more nurtured we are. 
we can pour from our overflow. And I think was that was when you really landed in like who's looking after me. And it's been such a important part. Like I've brought this incredible woman onto the team that has changed my life mm. because it's now allowed me to have space to do so many things that I've rushed before. Mm. The value of that piece is essential, mm. you know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now I go, wow, how can I serve others? Mm. And so you've really brought up something for me. I'm holding this self-love event mm. and I've been reaching out to my community and just probing with questions like how do you speak to yourself Mm. what's the worst thing you've said to yourself Mm. the things that are coming back to me is the majority Mm. we as women especially have an autopilot of abusing ourselves Mm. with this conditioning to normalize it like Mm. When you walk past the mirror, are you looking at yourself, praising yourself, loving? Mm. No, you're looking at your cellulite, mm. your stretch marks. Why am I this? Mm. Why am I that? Mm. My skin's shit. All, mm. Mm. Every day, mm. multiple mm. times a day. Mm. And then when I talk to myself, oh, what am I going to eat today? Oh, you're mm. a fat piece of shit anyway. Just have this. Mm. Or he doesn't call you back because you're this. Mm. Or your friends aren't talking to you because mm. it's like, wow. And you start to notice your self-talk. How are you supposed to love yourself mm, mm. when the initial parts of how you see yourself, mm, mm. how your internal monologue is? Totally. And I think a, a big gift of womb is that cervix when we clear love and we clear your patterning around love. It's like what would change if you did truly and deeply love yourself? Everything. Everything because, You're pouring you know, yeah, from you're, that full mm, overflow. And mm, I remember when we did our spiral mm, chat mm. and you said the, you were talking about womb and you said it's about filling a woman's cup so she's able to give to others. And I was like, that was mm. such a – I knew I had to do womb in that moment. Mm. Mm. And what it has taught me is that's a non-negotiable for me now. People would call that selfish. People would call that indulgent. It's actually the only way I can sustain everything in my life. Definitely. But if we, we don't – we only see it in crisis. Only yeah. if the plane is crashing, okay, then I'd put my oxygen mask yeah. on. Yeah. If we as women and as mothers – put ourselves first and pour into us and come into fullness and wholeness within our bodies and our self-love and feel nourished and nurtured and, like, full. Mm. Our children are getting the best version of us. Mm -hmm. Our husbands, our partners, our lovers, our friendships Mm. are thriving. Mm. You know, as soon as, like, and not even to start with business, but you can't, if you're you're anything from depletion, you resent. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so whenever I check in, if I'm like, oh, like, I've got to do this, this, as soon as I'm in that mindset, I'm like, okay, no, stop, gate two, you know, I need a G-spot orgasm and a day-to-day spa, yeah. I need a bath, I yeah, need some tea, me I need up. some broth, I need some water, I need the divine feminine water codes to nourish and nurture because otherwise... And it's so brilliant that you're teaching because you just click mm, back into mm, gate two, mm, G-spot, mm. 
chlorophyll. Mm. Du, 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 totally. Du, du, du. Totally. <laughs> you know? Because literally, like... you know when you see a woman who's like depleted and her lips are dry and she feels dry, she feels barren, she feels depleted. Yeah. She's not you juicy. Can't... She's not oiled. No, she's not in her overflow and she's not nurtured. And the world now more than ever, mm. ever needs us in our feminine, open, receptive, big heart nurtured, loving, showing up in service. And for you particularly, like, you're such a light worker. You're such a healer. You've got such a beautiful energy and everything that you will birth from here on in, you'll be pouring into others from your overflow. Mm. And how beautiful is it to receive when you're in someone's overflow? Mm. It is. It's also tied into our wealth codes, our abundance. There's enough. There's enough for everybody. And that's something Mm. that I am feeling like I have arrived in, but I think more practice into the ritual is mm. something you're so good at. And I just put that down to your mm. Scorpio mm. sensual being mm. is like, it is a non-negotiable for you to not keep pouring that cup. Mm. Whereas I think I can get halfway empty mm. and then I'm like, mm, mm, mm. where you're like, no, 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 today mm. is this day. Mm. And I look at you and I'm like single mother, mm. self-employed, mm-hmm. You know, you've got your child Monica. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you? And you're just like, it is a non-negotiable. Totally. I learned very early with him, even before I started to step into it and really activate my healer, that I had a limited amount of emotional and physical, spiritual and mental energy every day. And that if I'm not good, my energetic connection to him is not good and neither of us are good. And this is something my friend, I was just with her before you today, she said this thing her little boy, she's got two boys, but her youngest is very active. Mm. She goes, we cannot, my husband and I cannot keep up to his level of energy. I know I need to tap out half a day. Mm. Someone else has to come in to give him the best version because mm. I'm giving him the best for the first half. Mm-hmm. Then I need to go and mm. repair, fill mm. myself up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we mm. actually don't. And also this is all privileged stuff because lots of people are going, mm. I don't have access resources. Mm. When they work with you, they're going to figure out all of those mm. things, right? Mm. There's always, always a way. resource. You totally. just have to find the resource that could be mm. a shared. Mm. You know, Sean, one of our mutual friends, mm. is doing after-school pickup for mm. local mums. Mm-hmm. It'll mm-hmm. come back. Mm. This mm-hmm. sharing, this tribe, mm. building it all in. Mm. It doesn't have to be just paying and outsourcing mm. if you don't Definitely. have that. Definitely. And I think you need to get – once you start to go, oh, okay, instead of like doom scrolling for three hours, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. I'm going to lay down. Definitely. I'm going to put on a guided meditation for five minutes mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go into what do I need mm. for the next – and then I'm going to plan, okay, I've given myself two hours to go. I need a bath. Mm-hmm. So instead of doom scrolling when the kids are asleep, I'm going to run the bath. Definitely. I'm going to fucking run it. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't want to do it, I want to doom scroll. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in. We have to start to practice. I think it's, but like it's the like, ritual. Yeah, and it's. I say to a lot of women, they're like, I run a bath and then I get in there, but then they're like, my head's going. And I do it too sometimes. Also, your head is so I've got to pack the school bag. yeah, it does. But the secret is pleasure yeah. because if you can take and, and even when I say pleasure women are like oh, I don't want to have an orgasm I'm not there yet I'm like you don't pleasures to be pleased yeah so taking in it's a pot of end. tea taking in some chocolate dipped strawberries taking in an oil a book anything that helps you to surrender slow down and brings you pleasure you know your nervous system needs to get used to resting and not feeling guilty for resting that's the being the biggest one for me this year mm. 
no guilt for the rest. Mm. You need the rest. Definitely. You need the rest. Definitely. And what you notice is when you do practice rest, things are going to come up, mm. parts of ailments mm-hmm. unwellness because mm-hmm. you've got time mm-hmm. to physically feel and be mm. unwell instead of that like mm. overdrive. Yeah. Overdrive until, oh, it's something actually detrimental like cancer. Totally. It's something autoimmune mm. I can never repair. Mm. We... Mm get to go because like you know I've been sick every few weeks and like what's going on here Mm. it's that rehaul okay we've been pleasuring ourselves with food and wine Mm. for quite some time Mm. are we going to kind of recalibrate now Mm. okay that's Mm. a good thing to do Mm. but not punishing when you're feeling unwell just don't push it Definitely. Just self-compassion and love. Like, you know, how would you treat your child if they were sick? You'd be like, come and lay down. I know. I'll make you some beautiful soup. You don't need to do anything today. Just rest. You know, giving ourselves permission. And then that comes back to our inner child and our little girl, you know. Like I'll, I'll say to myself often when Mason's in bed, like, you're doing such a good job, Kelly, and I'm so proud of you. Mm. Let me run you a bath, honey. <laughs> like, mm. You know, and I'll just take myself in. And my mother, my like my internal, my own archetype of the mother in my head's like, but we've got a Christmas mini photo shoot coming up and I've got to order Mason an outfit or I need to, you know, go and high zero the floor because the dog's done away and I haven't emptied the school bag yet and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Da, 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 you know, the lists. But it's like, well, I'm worthy as I am of doing nothing and being nothing and giving nothing. And the, th- the illusion is mm. we think when we get to the end of that to-do list mm. – Oh, we can rest and have pleasure. Mm. You don't. No, but you sh- it's also like you're not rewarding. You're in another yeah. way. You Netflix. And you don't, you, you don't, don't have to do something to then be able to receive it. Like you're worthy of having it without having to, it's like a little achieve room to achieve, yeah. Like I'll give myself 10 minutes of rest if I. But the, look, the embodied, you know, a lot of mothers that I work with, and like you can embody the mask and the femme. So you can set a timer for 20 minutes mm. and be in your masculine and do the things. And then slow down into the feminine, bring in the ritual, run the bath, pour the tea, light a candle, slow down. And I think we get so stuck in the doing Mm. that we also forget that it can be fun. Mm. I saw something on TikTok that (laughs) these parents to do the night cleanup, Mm. they do silent disco Mm. and they both have their headphones on. And they all have their music and they just do it for 15 minutes. It's done. They sit mm-hmm. down. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. it is. Mm. It's a fucking chore. Mm. It is a chore. Being a human being and doing mm. human being mm. fucking cleanups and mm. shit. It is a chore. And I remember seeing something on your page which was like it was a real moment of like it's just me every day mm. doing the slog, doing the lunches, doing the dinners, mm. doing the bed, doing the bu- mm. doing. I think that's when I was in the void. I was like, fuck this dishwasher. Fuck. I'm going to kick it. <laughs> Human, and I think that's mm. really hard when you dabble with spirituality is mm. like the humanness of it all. Mm. I know. Sometimes you know? I think I'd love to just be in a treehouse in Byron eating organic berries and escape the matrix. But but also I've said to my friends that always want to run away to a farm or a treehouse, mm. what about the heating? Totally. The what spiders. about like when they want the cattle and they want the <laughs> sheep? I'm like. Who's going to feed them? Who's going to shear them? Who's going to like you? It's such an illusion as well. You have to do it's more (laughs) totally. Um, But I think you know that David the medium is always so beautifully reminds us that we're spiritual beings having a human experience, and just because we have to do the human things, exactly, we don't. You know, I put the bins out in my silk robe covered in oil. (laughs) 
Oh my God, I'm not doing this in my masculine. I've been through three times. I've been through yeah. the spiral three times. It's beautiful. You know how you said you thought your first womb would really activate that sexual goddess? Yeah. For a lot of women, it does exactly what it did for you, which is help you to start to awaken your femininity, mm. trust yourself and honour your yes and no. It feels like a spring clean. Yeah. Yes. A deep clean mm. versus like you can't, you can't, like what do they say, polish a shit or whatever mm, it is, mm, shine a mm, turd. Mm, you have a to turd. clear it out. You've got to remove it, purge, mm, and then you can really bring mm, in mm, that kind of goddess mm, sexuality, mm, the shiny diamondy mm, stuff, you know? Mm, mm. Definitely. Well, we hold so much around shame, like even at Gate One, you know, women have surgery to change oh, their labial lips. Women, women are worried about how they smell, how they taste, what they look like down there, if they're... I saw this thing the other day, like if you're tucked in or if like you're not tucked in, like women are so, you know, a man just, men send dick pics all day. They're so proud. And the, and the dicks are fucking ugly <laughs> as The dicks are hideous, but they're so proud. They're and so, so proud. they should be and because. they don't care if they've got a long fourie or a <laughs> they're no not worried. or their dick's crooked. Right? They're just like, look at my crooked dick. Yeah. And men start businesses and they're like, of course my business will do well. And they go and turn over a moon. A woman starts to be, is this good enough? Am I worthy? Will people like this? Is this going to make money? Will they? Will people come mm. back? What will people think? What will other women think of me? Mm. So, you know. Uh, what I'm hearing is mm. love your lips. Definitely. Trust yourself. Yeah. <laughs> love your lips and trust yourself. And it's safe to open. Mm. A lot of women don't open because they're, you know, Trauma. Well, we've been, yeah, because we've <laughs> been fucked over because but we please so much. When we go through when, when for me, like I can go anywhere I want to go in the world now mm. with a big open heart. We'll put in the show notes your handle and mm. your mm. links, but the abundance you have created in your mm. life. And it's so beautiful because it's such a mirror for so many women and it's so uncomfortable for so many women, yeah. but you never shy. Yeah. You're like, I love luxury goods, yeah. I like a fabulous lifestyle, I like a massage, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. you have no shame. Mm, no shame. But I've cleared I've cleared shame three times. So, you know, why are we not worthy of our, des our desires? Our desires are our compass for where to go next. When you desire something, don't you know, you don't need to judge your what, what activates your wealth frequency is different for everybody. For oh, some absolutely. people, having a caravan and travelling Australia and eating organic food is for them. You know, for me, I have been in many relationships where I was financially abused and mm. not able to enjoy life. And when my dad mm. passed away, you know, he said to me, and never forget it, like, he said, all the houses I've owned and all the cars I've owned and everything that I, you know, he's like, I've got my family around me. He was like, you enjoy your life, you know, mm. enjoy your family and enjoy your life and don't worry about, you know, at the time I had um, many, many mortgage. And, you know, I just think it's so important to enjoy the hotels and have the experiences and travel and Relish. do the things that help you to, you know, when you have a little bit of mortality motivation, I think, and you lose somebody so special to you. For me, wealth is having enough. Yes. Being enough, knowing that I'm worthy mm. and being over to enjoy and indulge. And that's something I really love about you is that indulgent element mm. And without the shame attached. Yeah, there's no shame. There's no hangover after you're no. like going there. You're no. like, this is it. This is it. It's beautiful. And your gratitude attracts more. 
Of course. You know, when you when we sit there and we're like, like every time I have a new client sign up, I'm going to cry. Like I'm so, I feel so blessed to be able to do what I do yeah. and the gifts and the magic I can bring to the world and so grateful that people and women trust me. Yeah. And so grateful that the universe steered me away from the career and mm, the, the relationships life. and the life and where I was going, mm. which was, you know, autoimmune, mm-hmm. burnout, depletion, mm-hmm. masculine. DV, the whole thing. The whole lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think that the biggest gift that we can give to ourselves is to be able to know who we are, mm. connect to our bodies, connect to our inner feminine and open up our receptivity, you know. We can mm. trust ourselves and if something starts to feel like a no, then you can honour that. Yeah. You're beautiful. I love you. Thank I just you. love being in your energy. You you automatically like um, calm my nervous system. I love you. It's like really magical. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be signing up again. One slot for me. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being with oh, us today. I love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode with Kelly, she's actually joining our self-love event on Tuesday the 21st of November at 7.30pm. She's going to be teaching us all about self-loving from self-pleasure through to the core, self-soul love. Join us. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Deep. If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up by direct message on Instagram at What's the Deep. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe here change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting, it's quirky, it's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you'll hear some of these episodes and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.